Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. A Ghost Club by John Kendrick Bangs. Number 5010. There's a time when I see the details of his story. For his lips a Stuart man, the 38. Stuart of Hugh, a pleasing dress, and altogether last person one would take for a convict serving a term for sneak feeding. The only outer symptoms of his actual condition were the strip striped suit he wore, a style cut which was still involved at Sing Sing Prison. A closely cropped hair which showed off the stately intelligent lines of his head to great advantage. He was engaged in making shoes when I first saw him, and so impressed was I with the contrast between his really refined features and grace and manner, those his British-looking companions. I asked my guide who he was, and what were the circumstances which had brought him to Sing Sing. He pegs shoes like a gentleman, I said. Yes, returned the keeper. He's a very troublesome that way. He thinks he's too good for his position. He can't do nothing with the boots he makes. Why do you keep him at work in the shoe department? I queried. Hadn't got no work to be done in his special line, so we have to put him wherever we can. He pegs shoes less badly than he does anything else. What was his special line? The gentleman leisure traveling for his health before he got into troubles of the law. His real name is Barbaduke Fans Tappington D. Wolf of Pembinehurst, the Sea Warwickshire. He landed in this country for Tuesday, took to serving souvenir spoons on a Friday, was drugged the same day, tried, convicted, and there he sits for two days two years more. How interesting, I said. Was the evidence against him conclusive? Extremely half dozen spoons were found in his person. Is he guilty, I suppose? Not him. Claimed to be as innocent as a new moon babe. Told a cook and bull story about having been deluded by spirits. By judge and jury wasn't to be fooled. They gave him every chance to. He even came himself the judge did the Pampers by C. Warwickshire. His own expense to see if the man was an imposter. But he never got any reply. There was to them, as they said, were certain so, so places payment rehearsed by C. Warwickshire. They, they never proved it. I should have liked very much to interview him, said I. It can't be done, sir, said my guy. Rawls is very strict. Can't we, couldn't we rearrange an interview for me? I said, giggling a bunch of keys in my pocket. Must have recognized the sound before he clattered. A gruff replied, I have uh, my, my orders are basin. Just add this to my pen, uh, does function fun. Put it in finding him a fairy bill bill. And put it as possible. Huh? Didn't say impossible, he answered. Grateful smile. I said it's against the rules. But here we have been known to make exceptions. I think I can make, fix you up. Suffice to say, he did fix it, me up. And two hours later, 510. Five o one o, set together. I set together in cell with the former. 
not too calamitous storm. I had a pleasant chat in the course of which he told me the story of his life, which I surmised was one of me to me a less extremely interesting and easily worth twice the amount of my contribution to pension fund under the management of my guide of the morning. My real name, said the fortune convict, as you may already have guessed, is not 5010. His alias has forced upon me the state of owner authorities. My real name is Austin Merritt Serenes. Ahem, I said, my, my guide heard this morning. They told me that in reality your Marmaduke, Fens Tepping de Wolf, a permanent house by sea, Wakeworkshire. Number 5010 laughed long and loud. Of course he heard. You don't suppose I'll give the authority my real name, do you? I am Adam, my nephew. I am an old-aged, old, I, I am an aged rich uncle, a rich millionaire uncle, whose heart will would will it would break were he to appear to put my pretty plate. But the heart and will in my favour, hence my tender servitude for him. I am innocent, of course. Convicts always say, always are. You know. It wouldn't make any difference. He drew I of a vocation. Just the same, it's one of our family traits, that. So I gave a false name to authorities, secretly for my uncle, I about to set out for walking across the great American desert. I guessed him not to worry, but not to hear from me for a number of years, America being a state of semi-visualization, which males outside certain districts of Tony, unknown, my uncle being an Englishman, conservative gentleman, Addicted more to reading than to travel. Accepts information very, very curious. Respects nothing. When I am liberated, I shall return to him. And in his death shall be conservative man of wealth, myself, see. If you are innocent and be, and be rich and influential, why did you not appeal to him to save him, save me, in the same wiles? But I'm afraid that he, the rest of the world, wouldn't have declined to believe my defence. So 5010. Uh, it's good defence. The judge had only known it. I am proud of it. But in fish vegetable I put in and not and so not good. Alas yes, this is an incredulous age. People particularly judges are hard headed principal men affairs. Fence has suited more for my age of mysterious mystical tendencies. Will you believe it? Sir, my own lawyer, the man of whom I paid eighteen dollars and twenty five cents, turned me on calls, Tommy. The defence was rubbish, devoid even of literary merit. What chance could a man have if the lawyer doesn't even believe in him? None, I answered sadly. You had no chance at all, though, though innocent? Yes, I had one. I chose not to take it. I might have proved myself non mentis Out of all my making a fool myself in public, for a jury, I had too much dignity for that. I can tell you, told my lawyer, I would prefer Fennel's cell. The richly furnished flat of a wealthy lunatic, which he replied, and always lost. And so it was, and I my defence in court. Judge laughed and jury whispered, Oh, kid, kid, sir, with burning spoons, and murder itself was no further for my faults than theft. Then tell me, but they tell me they caught red handed, that I would not have half done spoons, found upon your person. In my hand, returned the charisma. Spoons were in my hand when I was arrested, and they were seen there by the owner, the police, and the usual crowd of small boys that couldn't drink. Such embarrassing moments springing up 
out of sight, but dropping down to the heavens, swarming in ever from everywhere. I had no idea what there were so many books, small boys, a world until I was rested. Found myself in Conosora, you sure, a million, maybe innocent blue eyes. Were they, were they all blue eyed? A quid figure in the point, interesting, scientific point of view. I only discovered a curiosity of morbid character. Has always found connection with eyes of who specified who. No, no, I fancy not, returned our host. But a man with a load of other fellow spoons in his possession, a pair of handcuffs, if this, everything looks blue. I don't doubt it, replied. But just how could you defend yourself? Every evidence you would execute, excuse me for saying so close to evidence, and that pointed to your guilt. Spoons are gift, he answered. But the only one denied that. I know, I know it. That's where the beastly part of it all came in. They have not given by the owner, but by not by means, by being low down, practical, joke loving ghosts. Number five one oh anger as he spoke those words. A terrible witness. He strode up and down the floor in his cell and dashed his arms right and left. I wish for a moment. Is everywhere. I should not have flown. However, even had the cell door been open and my way clear, the suggestion of supernatural agency, my connection, is crying, but in my curiosity. Till it was more keen than ever, I made up my mind to hear the story about to the end. I had learned to commit a crime and get myself sentenced to confinement in a prison for life to do to do so. Poetry extreme measures of this nature were necessary for it. After a few minutes, Serenis calmed down and seated himself down beside me in the cot, drained his water pitcher to begs and began. Excuse me for not offering you a drink, he said. The wine they serve here is most, while moist is hardly what I could serve or choose except for bathing purposes. And remit, come in, come in, you by assuming you don't wish to taste it. Thank you, I said. Do you I do not like your I do not like to take water straight exactly. I do it in fact. A little this. Here I stretched this small flask from my from my pocket and handed it to him. Ah, he says back his lips. And he took a long pull at its contents. That put spirit in that put spirit to man. His dad replied ruefully. But no he had left me little very little but the flask. I don't think it was necessary for you to deprive me of not mine. No, that is it, that it is. You can't appreciate it necessary. Unless you uh, have suffered in your life, side suffering. You are never set up against up yourself. I give a glance, which was indignation. I guess not, I said. I have led a life that is above approach. Good, he replied. And that, and what to satisfaction that is, that is, but I don't believe we ever stand this jail life. For if it wasn't my conscience, it is clean and clear, so it would be if I never used it. Would you mind telling me what the offence was, I asked. So it not, he said cheerfully. I'm very glad to give it to you. But you must remember one thing, it's copyright. Fire ahead, I said with a smile. I respect your copyright. I'll give you a royalty of what I get for your story. The story. Very good, he answered. It was like this. To begin, I must tell you, and I was a boy preparing for college. I had a chum, a brilliant, fun-looking chum called Hawkley Hicks. Concerning his future, various prophecies were being made. 
Baba bin often said he would be a great poet. His father thought he was born to be a great general. Our headmaster at Skirbury issued the young gentleman, prophesied the gallows. They're all well known. But for myself, I think what if he'd lived long enough, unless any of the prophecies might have come true. Trouble was that Hawkley died at age of twenty three. Fifteen years elapsed, graduated from high honours at Bradley's Bezanos, lived a life of elegant nature, and at the age of thirty seven broke down in health. That was that was about a year ago. My uncle, whose heir, constant companion I was, gave me a liberal allowance and sent me off to travel. Came to America, landed in New York early in September. Set about winning back the colour which had departed from my cheeks by sedious devotion, such pledges as New York affords. Two days after my arrival, I set on my airing on Coney Island, leaving my hotel at four in the afternoon. On the way down Broadway, the sunny had startled. I hear my voice spoken behind me, a pole and pulled. And turning to see stand with outstretched hands, and less a person than my defunct chum, Hope Coakley Hicks. Impossible, said I. Exactly my mark replied, number 5010, which I added, Hope Hicks. It can't be you, but it is me, replied, and I am convinced, convicted, for Harvey never was good at his grammar. I looked at him a minute. Then I said, but Hopley, I thought you were dead. I am, he answered. And why should a little thing like that stand between friends? You shouldn't, Hopley, I answered meekly. It's condemnably unusual. No, for a man to associate, even with his best friend, 15 years after he died and been buried. You mean to say, Austin, that because I was weak enough to once to come to bad cold? You and a dearest friend of my youth, close to company of my school days, partner of my choice joys, tend to go back on me. Here in a strange city? Hopefully, I reply, answered hoarsely. Not a bit of it, my letter of credit. My room and a hotel, my dress suit, even my ticket to Coney Island are at your deposit. I think the part of your goddess joys ought first to be let in on the ground floor. Sent by his informed how juice you managed to turn up in New York fifteen years. Circuit to your degrees. In New York, with the fear after the boys of your kind, it is some freak of my imagination. This is an elementary proper. That is an elementary proper question. I put in, but just to show, what, that while the story I was hearing terrified me, not altogether speechless. It is indeed said five one one. Hopefully, because it's such. For you replied at once. Neither he said. Imagine it's all right. Imagination away. Yogis, neighbor, heron, nor the other place. Fatties are spooky. I can tell you, Austin. It's just about the finest work there is. If you could manage to shuffle off your little girl, get in with a couple of ghosts the way I have, and be playing in good luck. Praise her hand, hopefully. I said with a grateful smile. But to tell you the truth, I did not find that life entirely bad. I get my females a day, keep my pocket full of change. Eat sleep for eight hours every night on a couch. Couldn't be more desirable. They study with jewels and mine mineral springs. That's enough. That's, that's your moral guide immigrants. Austin retorted, I lived long enough to appreciate the necessary being ignorant. But your son of resistance 
is really not meant to be mentioned in the same cycle as mine. You talk with for about three meals a day. You earn a deal. You've got the eating your neighbour. You've just begun those meals. I have to be digest every one of them. You could, if you only send saying, you pull, you deceive, or fall for where a tear their active is. In my life, you are feasting all the time. There's no need for digestion. You pick your money in your pockets. Well, I have none. I'm richer than the two. I don't need money. A world is mine. If I choose, I could pour the contents of George's window. Until that, Miss Five Seconds, like Cobono, a jam for the night, my eye, quite as well where they are as for Travostin, of which you have always been fond. This petrol method beats all, it just watch me. Watch him as well as I could for a minute, said by 5010. Then he's just been another minute, he's before me again. Well, I said, suppose you've been around the block in that time, huh? You won't laugh around the block, he interjected. I've done them the content of Europe. Where you can run through China, haunted the Empire of Japan, sail for the, for around the horn since a few minutes ago. He's tr- a truthful boy in spite of his curialities. What he was, said Sabrina quietly. So I had to believe what he said. He adored, bored lies. It's a pretty fast travelling, though, said I. He made a fine, miserable one. That's so, I wish I suggested to him. Smiled my host. I can tell you, sir. Astonished. Hawkley, I said. You always were fast, you've never thought you'd develop into this. I wonder you're out of breath after. I wonder you're not out of breath. Such a journey. No point, my dear Austin. Favour my model of resistance. These boots and no breath to begin with. Constantly to get out of it, to it to no preparation. <coughs> but as I added, whether you are bound. To Coney Island, see the sights, I replied. Will you join me? Not I, I replied. Coney Island is tame. I first joined the Spectre Band. Seemed to me that nothing which would delight could delight me. More an eternal round of gaiety like that, but Justin, I've changed about a good deal. Since you and I were parted about the grave. I should say you had, I answered. Doubt if many my old friends would know you. You seem to have had difficulty in doing so yourself, Austin. You lied with both regretfully. But you see here, my old chap, give up Coney Island and spend the evening with me at the club. You have a good time, I can show you. A club, I said. Don't mean to say your visions have a club. I do indeed. A ghost club is the most flourishing association of choice spirits in the, in the world. They have rooms in every city in the creation. Finest part of this, there's no dues to be paid. Membership this holds one of some of the finest names in history. Shakespeare, Milton, Chancellor, Pony Bonaparte, Caesar, George Washington, Mozart, Frederick the Great. Mark Antony, Classius, a blackboard on Caesar's Count Galileo, Confucius. You met the Chinese, huh? I queried. Not always, replied. A con was such a good fellow that he had the heart to keep him out. But you see, Austin, what a lot of fine fellows there are in it. 
Yes, it's magnificent, this, I should say. They made a pretty interesting set of fellows to take it all, I put in. Well, rather, Bulky replied, I wish you could have heard a debate between Shakespeare, Caesar, and the Revolution. Painted might have sword it was immense. I should think it might have been, I said, which one? The sword party, they had the best fighters. Though on the merits of argument, Shakespeare was way ahead. But I thought I could stand a chance of seeing his boots. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply like that. I think I'll to give up on Connor and go with you, I said. Well, replied Hockley, just, that's just the kind of chance you do stand. We'll be there tonight as a ladies' day. You might meet Lagretta Borgia, Cleopatra, a few other female operations. Considerable note. I said, I'm yours for the rest of the day, I said. Also, we, so, so we adjourned to the rooms of the ghost club. These rooms are a beautiful house on Fifth Avenue. A number house you'll find on the court records. I haven't forgotten it. A large, broad, brown stone structure. It must have been over 150 feet in depth. Such features I never saw before. Everything was in the height of luxury. I'm quite certain that among beings to whom money is measured or possibility, no such magnificence is unattainable. Painting the walls were the most famous artists our own and other days. Rugs on the superbly punished floors were both fortunes. Not only an acquisite variety, but also the rare extreme rarity. In keeping with his, we furnished the bric a back and a short, my dear friend. Yes, sir. Never dreamed of anything so dazzling, the so superb, magnificent as apartment in which I was ushered on the ghost of my condominium. Friend, Hercules Hicks. First speechless wonder, he seemed to amuse Hicks very much. Perfectly fine, eh? he said. It was a short laugh. Well, I replied a moment, considering you could get along without money, and all resources well at your disposal. If not more than half bad, real library, I always fund the books. It was plain 501, in us to me. And so he's quite anxious. To see when a ghost, couple of ghosts, could show in the way of literary treasures. Imagine my surprise when Hawkey informed me the club had no collection of sorts for appeal to buy Bidoval. No, he answered, we have no library. I was strange, I said, cover which men like Shakespeare, Milton, Edgar Allan Poe, and other deceased literary belong should be deceased, deflect, deflect in that respect. Not always, said he. Why should we want books when we have the men themselves to tell the tales of us? What will you give a rap, rap to possess a set of William Shakespeare if William himself could sit down and rattle off the whole business to any time he choose to ask him to do it? Would you follow Scott's printed narratives through their previous and treacherous periods? It's a water, it's where it could come to you on demand. Tell the old stories over again 
in tenth of time who take you to read introduction among them. I fancy not, said I said. Are you are you in such luck? I am, said Hook, the only person I send only send never send for Scott or Shakespeare. I first something lighter than either Douglas, Gerald or Moritz. But best of all, I like to sit and hear Noah swap animal stories, Davy Corbett. Now is the brightest man who's aid and club. Adam's kind of slow. How about Sonnenham? I asked, more be flippant than Benny's eye of information. And much to most hear Hulkley speak of those great experiences. He and they were chums, so long standing. Sonnenham is resigned for the club, said he. So sorry. It's a good fellow, Sonnenham. Well, being 40 knew it all until the old Doc Johnson got hold of him and he kneel, knuckled under. If Albert Ruffer, man, get firmly established in his belief, and he's the widest creature going, and then after a couple of thousand years, have an Englishman come along, tell him things he never knew before, especially the way Sam Johnson lives himself from his opinions. Johnson never cared for whom he hurt. You know, when he got after Solomon, he did it with all his might. And I wonder if Boswell was there, adventured, interrupting five or ten, he'd destroy me. Narrative for an instant. Yes, he was there, returned his prisoner. I met I met, met him later the evening, but he wasn't spooked he might be. But he isn't spooked he might be. I never had much spirit below any hill. When he died, he had to leave his nose behind. And that settled him. Of course, I answered. But well, with no nose to stick unto another one person's affair, would be like a fellow with dead Savona left out. But come on. What did you do next? Well, five ten was resumed. After I looked about me and dropped my fill of magnificence on every hand, Hockley told me, took me into the music room and introduced me to Mozart and Wagner, a few other compo- composers. Both of my quest Wagner played interim version of Daisy Bell and Morgan. It's great. Not much like Daisy Bell, of course. More like a collision between a cyclone and a cinema room. In a Tim Blake morning camp, in effect, but nevertheless marvellous, I tried to remember it afterwards and jotted down a few notes. I found the first bar, took it seven sheets of fool's cap, and so gave it up. And most had tried at his hand on banjo for amusement. Vincent sang half a dozen of his songs without words, and Gustav Took played with his poems, weird stories on piano. Then Carl Colleen came in, and Hawkley introduced me to him. He's a gruff old gentleman. Too many anxious to have fools become eligible. I judged them judged from the rather fierce manner which he handled the club he had in his hand, that there was one or two other men prominent still living that was anxious to meet. So he too was delirious. Of a two minute interview, as certain of it as is present, prudent motors critics. Between you and me, it was it was a wink. The bacon gave Shakespeare, who spoke contiguous dully, meant anything. The famous cryptogrammian would be no doubt. We all do well to drink a bottle 
lips to life, every morning for breakfast, starve her dissolution as long as he can. There's no getting around the facts, sir, so he's added, with a significant shake of the head. Presently, these literary folk with acquittal tendencies going to have the hardest kind of time across the river and apply for admission to the ghost club. I haven't asked any better fun and are watching for the safest of the admission actions that varies. The next few will go over. And as an Englishman, sir, who wholly believes in and admires Lord Wolseley, if there was a jail able to do it, I write him a letter. I warn him that he could better revise his estimates. Certain famous soldiers, no longer living, desires to find rest in a mysterious other world, where he must eventually betake himself. They got their swords sharpened for him. He discovered an instance when he gets over there, in which sword is mightier than the pen. I let Hulkley told me upstairs and introduced me Spirit Napoleon Bonaparte, whom I passed about twenty-five minutes talking over victories and defeats. Told me never could have said how a man like Wellington came to defeat him by Wellington Drew. Added he had sounded the Iron Duke on subject and found him equally arrogant. To the hours of the afternoon evening passed, met quite a number of famous ladies, Catherine, Marie, Louise, Josephine, Queen Elizabeth and others. Talked of architecture with Queen Mary Anne. Surprised to learn she never saw Queen Anne Cottage. They took Peg Wolverton down to supper and together had a fine time with My dear Serenes, I put at its point the first thing what this has to do with the defence of your trial, the silly spoons. I'm coming to that, said five or one sadly. I dwell on the moments past on the club because they were the happiest of my life and loathe to speak of what followed. I suppose I must. The Jew due to Queen Isabella, I got in trouble. Peg Wolverton presented me to Queen Isabella in the supper room. And while Her Majesty and I were talking, I spoke of how beautiful everything in the club was, and my especially half dozen Spanish spoons upon the sideboard. When I had done this, the Queen called to Ferdinand, who was chatting with Columbus on the other side of the room, to come to me. Uh, which he did with an odyssey. I was only to the king, and then my troubles began with Cerise. And my just spoons for an answer, queen. The king smiled and turned to me and observed, Sir, they are yours. Waiter, just do those spoons. Just do those spoons up. Give them to Mr. Cerise. Of course, said 5010. We test against this. Upon the king looked displeased. If all in our club, sir, as well as an old Spanish custom for us to present to our guests anything that might they may happen to openly admire. You surely significant well in the commented there to get the club life, to know that guests may not with prosperity decline to be governed by the regulation of the club whose hospitality they are enjoined. I certainly am aware of that, my dear king. I replied, and of course I accept the spoons with silly deep gratitude. Where most was prompted to solely by my desire to explain to you, I am well aware of such revelation. I assure you, I ventured to inform your good wife that the spoons have been recited. A sincere celebration, and not hinting that it could please me greatly, be quite, quite granted by their possessor. 
Your courtly speech, sir, returning the king. Low bow, example, who shots your sincerity. I beg that you put the spoons in your pocket and do you say no more. This, they are yours, verb sap. I thank the great Spaniard and said no more, pocketing the spoons. No, a little exultation. Because having always been a lover of quaint and beautiful, I was glad to possess such treasures. Now I must confess of some misgivings, the possibility being un- they being unreal. Shortly after this episode, looked at my watch, discovered getting well on towards eight o'clock. Going towards eleven o'clock. I thought saw that howling, Hawking, Hawkley, and for the purpose of thanking him, the delightful evening, and thanking my taking my leave, I met him as whole taking up talking to Emperor Trees, subject of the to a stage in the United States. Well they said I did not stop to hear. Offering my hand to Hawkley, phone him on my intention to part. Well, old chap, he said, fetchingly, I'm glad you came. It was a pleasure to see you. Hope we meet again sometime soon. And then, catching sight of my bundle, he asked, What are they? What are you there? I phoned him my episode of something. Fancy perceived a look of arrogance and candidates. Didn't take them, Hawkley, I said, but Edinburgh, I insisted. Oh, it's all right, returned Hawkley. You're only, I'm sorry, you'd better get along home with them as quickly as you can. Stay nothing. Of all, don't try to sell them. Why, well, I asked. I must much prefer to leave them here. It was a question of priority. Am I here? Continued 5010. Hoggy seemed to grow impatient. He stamped his foot angrily and bade me go at once, or there might be trouble. Proceeded to bring him, left the house instanter. Slamming the door, somewhat angry behind him. Hawkeyes and seventies way of spending, being his passing guests, did not seem to me exactly what I right to expect at all at, a, at, at, at that time. I see now that what the objective was, quite him of any intention be rude. I must say, I, if I ever catch him again, why an explanation for me for having induced me into such bad company. As I walked down the steps, said one five one oh, the chimes of the neighbouring church were playing at the hour of eleven. I stopped the last step to look at the possible handsome cab, when a portly gentleman accompanied by his lady startled, tidied about the stoop, and I eyed me narrowly for a moment, then sent the lady up the steps, turned to me and said, What are you doing here? We just left the cupboard out, said all right. I was Hawkley Hoke's guest. Who's go- who's ghost are you? What did you talk about? He asked. Well, Guffy, much to my surprise and discomfort, I tried to give a civil answer to your question. I returned indignantly. Guess you're crazy or thief, he rejoined. See here, friend, I put in. Well, impressively, just remember one thing. Talking to Renan, I don't take remarks of that sort of anybody. Spoke otherwise. I don't care if you're ghosts of Emperor Nero. It gives me any more than your imprudence. Dissipate you to the four quarters of the universe. See, then he grabbed me and shouted at the police. I was painfully surprised to find that incident. Coping with a mysterious being in the world, a hundred, two hundred and ten pounds of flesh about to handle. The populace began to gather. A million and a half small kids, boys, whom I've already spoken, mostly street gamers. Owing to the lateness of the hour, sprung up from all about us. 
Handsome cab drivers attracted by the noise or station, drove up to the sidewalk to watch tournaments, and then, after the usual 15 or 20 minutes, the blue coat embassy of justice appeared. What, what's that? he asked. I detected this man leaving my house in a suspicious manner to embassy. I had reason suspected for thieving. For thieving my house? The highest objective for fines called? You got there, this is the house of New Branch, New Branch of the Ghost Club. You want to prove it? I added, turning to the policeman, ring the bell and ask. Uh, I think that was fair proposition. I was heard a policeman, it's a hot moon. Mr. Secunded, is a motion. Secunded? Oh, come now, said my partner captain. Stop this nonsense, or I'll put you to the apartment. It's my house, I've been for 20 years. I want this man searched. Uh, I have no warrant permitting me to investigate counts. I did gentleman's clothes. It turned the intelligent member of the force. But you know, as I come, you seldom out of mind the Jews that has ransomed. They heaved a gentleman which worked on the Higgis Compass Bangers and your property. A jug did the other bagard. Be responsible, said Edwidge, for how over the house. Take him to the station. Refuse the member, said. Oh, not carried you, said the policeman. I had an old receipt to vanish. Your old locomotion. They don't you give me club. Don't start on your ways. I'll get you ambulance. Oh, well, if you insist, I'll fly. Of course I'll go. I have nothing to fear. You see, I did five one oh five oh one mile. To me, it's pace and ceases. The fault suddenly flashed across my mind. It's all full. It was my captain said. The house is really his and not the ghost clubs. If the whole thing was of my fancy, boom themselves would turn and be tiny fanciful. So I was right or less, I thought I was. We trotted along the police station, on the other way, on the way, as saw the policeman the whole story, which pressed him slowly, crossed himself to a dozen other times, uttered numerous ejection, ejection prayers. His touch of spirits preserve us. Heaven, heaven, mercy. And I was like a pimple. Was the ghosty dog collie there? I asked. Yes, of course. I shook hands with it. Let me shake your hands, he said. A very voice trembling with emotion. The best bit of my ear. It behaves you. It in its intent. I use it. For the love of Dan, what are you letting your zest keep? Thanks, old fellow, I replied. I listened wrongdoing as I can prove. Alas, sighed the crumpet, it's not to be so, but I arrived at the station house, then found it learned the spoons were all too ill. Thomas story sergeant pointed to the program C G C Spoons evidence that my story is correct. But even that told against me, alleged owners initial G C his letters with her held. And Malagram only served with subject he claimed his spoons. Most of all, he claimed he had been robbed on several occasions before this. By midnight, he found himself locked up in a dirty cell to wait trial. I got a liar, and as I said before, even he declined to believe my story. Jesse the insanity dodge. Of course, I wouldn't need that. So I tried to get the subpoena Fernandez and Visabella and Embrys and Hercule Olsen on my behalf. All he was to sit there and shake his head at me. Then I said to going on up to furniture and opera place some fearful night as the clock struck twelve and trying to serve papers of Wagner's 
spook, all of which he treated as worthy of moments of consideration. Leonor's time convicted and sightings of life in the greasy hole. But I have one strong hope to buoy me up if it's that just realized I'm free tomorrow morning. What is that? I asked. Why? answered with a sigh. The doorbell rang, summoning him to supper. Why, the whole horrid business has been as weird and uncanny, and I'm beginning to believe it's all a dream. If it is, why I wake up and find myself at home in bed. That's all. I clung to the hope for nearly a year now. Getting it weaker any minute, every minute. Yes, five one oh. I answered, raising and shaking my head. Him by the hand in the parting, as money fell on hope, because I'm pretty wide awake myself at this moment. I can't be part of your dream. Great pity is that you didn't try insanity, Dodge. Tatty answered, That is the last result of a weak mind. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.